it's lit welcome to tapping with tay where health is wealth and you find joy in the journey welcome to a space full of healing conversations authentic transparent talks and just real revelation about lifelong lessons that god has given me over time that hopefully you possibly probably more than likely can relate to so this is not only a place that you will listen to me talk and interact with me but it also requires your participation so yes go ahead and grab a notebook and a pen because we are going to live journal so grab your notebook and pen and let's get ready to tap in Welcome to the first episode of Tapping with Tay. I am so excited about this, y'all, because this has been a long time coming. This first episode, I'm really excited about. This is in honor of your girl's 27th birthday. Do y'all hear me? I said 27. Who else heard that after 21, it was going to fly by? I heard it. I didn't believe it. But your girl is aging like fine wine, okay? And not just, you know, people be saying that about like the outer appearance, the outer looks. But I'm really like, no, it's an inner work for me. You know, when you age like fine wine, look, this is a side note, y'all. We're here to kick it, right? Fine wine, like, it's not about the outside of the bottle because that may rust, that may, you know, get some dust on it, being up on the shelf, something like wine just aging. You know, people who pull out like the wine, so like this is a 1979, whatever. But when you think about wine, how it just ages over time, it's like all the flavors of the fruits have been fermented, all the different fruits, the flavors get more bold, it gets more strong. Like you could taste all the different zest, all the different ingredients in it, and it just it just hit different. It be, it's been fermented. And so I'm just really excited about chapter 27. I don't know about y'all. I'm excited about 2023 in general. So in honor of your girl's first birth, or first, Jesus, not my first birthday, my 27th birthday, my first episode of Tapping with Tay, we're going to talk about these lifelong lessons, okay? Because I don't know about y'all, but... <sighs> God had to check me. This was like a while ago. Um, he had to remind me. There were some things that God was like calling me to. And I mean like these last two or three. I keep saying two years. Because I keep thinking back to COVID. COVID was so pinnacle. COVID, I broke my foot. God caused me to like sit down. No more going out to the... Like he really sat me down. And this is not shade towards nobody. We all got our own story, right? So a little transparency here because, you know, we're here to be transparent, authentic, real. Okay. So um, I used to love the club. Let's just put it out there when y'all like this girl, she ratchet. If Look, let me tell you something for whoever, 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 whoever's listening. Okay. So this is me. This is me being transparent. This may not be your cup of tea. This wine, it may be a little like, oh, I don't really like this wine. I'm going to go on to the next video. That's okay. I'm okay with it. But here, we're going to be authentic, transparent, okay? Period. So, um, for me, like, I used to love the clubs. Like, used to be outside. That was, like, my thing. That was my speed. And, like, God really set me down in 2020. Like, um, and even when he, in the midst of him sitting me down, like I ended up breaking my foot. Like I was like, yeah, you're going to have surgery. You're going to be down for three months. So it was really in that moment. I was so sad. <laughs> I was so upset, but the world was shut down anyway. So I was like, Ooh, if I got to sit down, all y'all got to sit down, period. That's what my thought was. Um, but at the same time, um, it was the biggest blessing, like, breaking my foot who would who would have thought saying that like breaking my foot getting four screws put in my foot was the biggest blessing um but I feel like it's all about perspective as you come out and um I say that to say like in 2020 when God has sat me down he started giving me all these ideas like Shante I want you to do this like you're called to do this like this is what I really like you know this is something that you know, you've always been passionate about, I'm just giving a name to it. I'm giving you more vision about it. I'm, you know, write down the vision, make it plain, Rebecca, two and two, right? And so I was like, oh, bet, like, I'm getting excited and stuff. 
And when I would actually start working in it, like it was one thing to write it out, right? But it was another thing, you know, the second part of the scripture is write the vision, make it plain. Those who read it may run with it. And when it came to reading it, when it came to, no, not reading, when it came to running with it, I was like, oh, this is, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is for me. Like, oh, y'all, I forgot this was all up in my background. Excuse me, y'all. Excuse me. <laughs> um, Sorry, y'all, for the podcasters. There was, like, lip gloss out, my phone case, whole nine. Um, But transparency, right? But, um, yeah, like, when I was, like, trying to run with it, I just really felt like I was not qualified. I was like, there's no way I can do this. No one's going to listen to me. Um, no one's going to listen to my story. No one's going to listen to me talk. Like, no one's going to support me. Lord, I don't have too many friends. Like, and whole time God's like, I didn't ask you all that. I'm just asking you to do what I asked you to do. Like, you're actually going to enjoy it. You'd be surprised. Um, so what I love about, for me, the last six months of 2022, um, is that like when I started walking in some of the things that God had been told me to do, I was like, wow, this wasn't half as hard as I thought it would be. Um, but really, I really struggled with um, feeling unqualified, um, unqualified of um, the things that God was calling me to do. And I want y'all to visualize this. So close your eyes, okay? And think about... Um, jobs like when you went and you applied to different jobs so you know you may have um looked at these different jobs and you're like this pays really well but I looked at the required qualifications and I'm like okay like I no I looked at the preferred let's do the preferred first so I looked at the preferred qualifications and you're looking at them and you're like wow, like, I am a great communicator. Like, I am very organized. I am very detailed. I am very structured. And then there was, like, these required qualifications. And you're like, uh, but I don't have this. I don't have that. Like, I don't really know. And you start shying away. And, um, you know, some of us, I know that I've applied, job, applied to jobs, like, on a whim. I'm like, I'm going to apply anyway. Let's just see what happens. Um, sometimes it didn't work, okay? Um, and that's fair. But I guess God was showing me, like, when it comes to these things um, and feeling like we're unqualified, he was showing me, like, even the job that I did have, I do have, I didn't really feel qualified for that transparent moment. Look, I pulled my first day, right? I was getting off the highway. And as I was getting off the highway, I almost turned around. I was like, I was going to skirt back onto the highway because... I was like, I'm not qualified for this. And God's like, I gave you the job. Like, I made sure you got the job. Like, what are you talking about? Um, and I realized that I did that with different things in my life. I felt like, you know, I wasn't qualified enough for this. And God's like, if I say you are, you are. And um, it took me a while to realize that. And God had to check me. And he was like, Shantae, what you feel like you still need to go through preparation about Cause I'm like, God, okay, to talk about your word, like, God, I don't see myself going to theology school. I don't see myself going to Bible school. Like, this is me. I'm <laughs> like, um, even the things I know about, like, nutrition, health, wellness, I'm like, there's just certain things, like, I don't really feel qualified for this. Um, even things of my own personal life that God said that I could have, I'm like, I don't know. I've never seen it for myself. I didn't grow up seeing it. How could I? And God's like, you've been in orientation your whole life. I'm going to say that for y'all again. God told me, you have been in orientation your whole life. I've been preparing you your whole life for this moment that you're walking into. And so I don't know who needs to hear that today or just that encouragement, but you've been preparing for this your whole life. You didn't think you were being prepared. You didn't think that the heartbreak that you went through, the betrayal, the hurt, the lost friendships, um, losing a parent, losing a loved one, um, losing your job, losing your home, um, and falling and getting back up. You know, the word says a righteous man falls nine times or eight times, seven times, something like that. Don't quote me, y'all, for <laughs> the Bible thumpers in the building. Um, but it was like a righteous man gets up again, um, gets up, you know, ten times. And so 
every time you fell and you got back up, every time you stumbled, even when you strayed away from your purpose, you're calling what God wanted to do in your life because you felt unqualified, unworthy of love. You felt unqualified or unworthy of the position, of the title, of the um, the benefits, of the um, the job, the career, the spouse, you know, the marriage, um, the friendships you know, the organization, whatever it may be of the ministry, whatever it may be, God's like, I've been preparing you for this your whole life. You've been in orientation your whole life. The problem is we don't really see the perspective, right? So here at Type in with Tay, I really want to change um, the, the, give y'all the appetite to change your perspective um, because that's something God checks me on every day, you know, it's about us renewing our minds daily. Um, God wants to renew our mind. And especially in this new year, we're walking into not just a new year, but a year of newness, new things. Um, and the Bible says, you know, God says, you know, don't dwell on the former things. Don't even dwell on it. Like to dwell means to really stay there, to really ruminate, to um, it's almost like playing a recording in your mind of like what happened, what went wrong, why it went wrong, what like, you know, ruminating these things in your mind. Yes, you let God take you back there so he can give you a new perspective and give you the lesson out of it. But once you get your lesson, you take your lesson and you throw away the rest. You get what I'm saying? And it's not that you can throw away your past. Be be proud of where you've been because where you've been is what's going to give you the um, authenticity, the oil, um, and also the grace to be able to connect with other people. So don't be ashamed and be in a place of condemnation, condemnation and condemning yourself of where you've been. Because something that I love is that um, someone had shared with me, I believe it was, um, I call her Mama Juanita. So sometimes y'all hear me talk about her. Y'all hear me talk about different ones in here, okay? Um, but she said, you know, condemn when she thinks about condemnation and just condemning. She thinks about like how um, people condemn a house. You know, it, you're now saying that it's no longer livable to live here. And when you condemn yourself, you're saying that like too much stuff has happened at this house. Too much damage has, damage has happened to this house to the point where now no one can live here. Um, this house no one can live here. It can't be sustained. Someone new can't live here in here. You know, no one can reside here. It's no longer livable. So it has to be demolished. And God's like, I don't want to demolish you. I just want to rebuild you. I want to break some things down. I want to do some remodeling in your home. And I feel like a lot of times in my mind, I stayed stuck because I was like condemning myself and basically saying like who I am can no longer be habitated um, with purpose. That's good. Like, it can no longer, purpose can't live here. And God's like, purpose does live here. Purpose, I put it in you. You know, before, um, you, when you were placed in your mother's womb, I knew you. I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. So God had already placed something on the inside of us, but sometimes I think that there has to be a breaking for those things to come back out and so today, in honor um, of just my 27th birthday, I want to share some life lessons. And I want to get you guys um, thinking of some of the lessons you may have learned. And some of these you may be able to relate to. But I want to get your mind going, a new perspective going. Because God wants to take you somewhere past your pain. God gives us beauty for ashes. So when we think about pain, pain produces purpose. Pain does not present pain will only leave you stuck if you have the wrong perspective. That's the only way I feel like you can dwell in pain rather than allowing your pain to produce oil. And you need your oil. You need oil to be able to go forth 
in the callings that God has called you to do, even to bless others. You know, um, it's not just for you, it's for others. You know, what I've been through is not just for me, it's for my children. It's for my spouse, it's for my nieces and my nephews, it's for my family, it's for my business, it's for um, the community, it's for the world. Um, it's not just for me. I had to go through this and it's okay. You know, it's okay. I And it's there's beauty in the process. Um, when I look at who I was, sometimes some of us just need to like look in the mirror and see where you've been and who you are now. And sometimes we get so caught up in the destination rather than just enjoying the journey. And that's what I really love about this space that I want to connect with you guys on is that, you know, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. It's about health is wealth. I want you to feel good on the inside and the out. Um, I believe that your body is a temple and you should treat it as such. So here at Tapping with Tay, you will get meal prep, you will get fitness, you will get these things um, that allows you to be able to produce what you need to produce in your life. Um, because you eat unhealthy, you're going to be sluggish, you're going to be tired, you're going to be um, downtrodden, you're going to feel like, you know, I think it matters how you take care of yourself um, to produce wealth. Health is really wealth. Um, it's one thing to be rich. It's another thing to be wealthy. And I feel like health is a major part of that. But it's also a major key to find joy in the journey. There is joy in the journey. But you can only find that if it's based off your perspective of how you see things. Um, so I pray that this space gives you new eyesight. But we're going to get into it because I can go with y'all for a minute. And I was going to give y'all 27 things um, that I learned um, so bear with me because I don't even think I'm going to give y'all the full 27, but I think I'm going to go with what I feel like were major that I wrote down the night before my birthday. Right. So look, yes, y'all, I have a paper. Oh, sorry, y'all. Um, and also I want to give a shout out to my aunt Marie, y'all. This was a mighty woman of God, um, who really embodied true strength. Um, she, battled um breast cancer and won um and went through different health things um and i'm sure other things in her life that i'm not aware of she was my great aunt um but i do want to honor her in this moment because her strength i feel like is the true epitome of what i want to talk to you guys about that is always about perspective and just submitting and knowing that you always have victory it doesn't matter whatever happens in your life you always come out on top um, something God had told me that I will share with you guys. Um, and maybe we'll just make that lesson one. Even when it looks like you're losing, you're actually winning. Okay? Hear me out. Even when it feels like you're losing, even when it feels like, you know, money's not making sense. Finances aren't making sense. You know, even when it looks like you're losing, you're winning. Because now with the little bit that you have... God is teaching you how to be a better steward. So when he blesses you with more, you'll be able to handle the more and not blow it. Even when it looks like you're losing, you're winning. When you go through a breakup, when you go through heartbreak, when you go through that separation period, God's like, I do subtract, but I also add. But I can't add to you without pulling away what's not supposed to be there. And there's nothing wrong with that because even when it looks like you're losing, you're winning. He's positioning you for your next and that's on both ends. And I don't say that out of a place of bitterness. I say that with all love. You know, in the breaking away, the tearing away, you know, there's a time and season for everything. So even when God tears away, there's also a time of coming together. There's a time of war and there's a time for peace. You know, there's a time for everything. That's in Ecclesiastes. Um, but there's always a time for, you know, these feelings of feeling like you're losing, but it's preparing you for the moment of winning. So I want you to always have that perspective that I may look like I'm losing now, but it's preparing me for where I'm going. It's preparing my story. It's making the story more juicier for me. So when people see me, they see the glory of God. You can't, to know me now, to know me then, I used to be ashamed. I'm like, people who knew me then won't receive me now because they'll only see me of who I was. But actually... In that season of losing and being who I was, they could really only see the glory of God now because of who I am now. Y'all get what I'm saying? I hope y'all following me. So that's going to be 
one, the lesson number one, when it looks like you're losing, you're actually winning. When it looks like you don't have it, when it looks like you, you know, I feel like social media can be the biggest thief of all joy. Sometimes we um, do this thing of comparison and we're like, well, I don't have this yet. And they have this like, God, why don't I have that? Why can't I have that? Why can't I be in love? Why don't I have a family yet? Why don't I have um, the career? Why was it so hard for me? And God's like, you think that you're losing, you're actually winning. I'm positioning you. I'm going to bring that spouse forward. I'm going to bring the finances forward. I'm going to bring the resources forward. I'm going to bring you the strategy. I'm going to bring you the business. I'm going to bring you the nonprofit. I'm going to bring you, you know, just the epitome of who I called you to be. But I have to reposition you. And I have to make sure that you know that you can trust me. And so, in the season of feeling like I was losing, like when I broke my foot, I lost my job. I had no money. I was door dashing, y'all. Making $60 um, a day was like a win for me. <laughs> I never would have told anybody this years ago, but it really was a, a win for me. And God was like, I still want $6. I still want my ties. And I did. And God would like give it back to me. Like in some, in some way, shape or form, like I would go, I would hang out with somebody and they'd be like, I just want to sew into you. You know, you just never know. And so God was like, I had to cause you to even lose your job because I wanted you to know that your job is a resource, but it's not the source. I print money. So whatever you need, you ask me, you don't, you don't need the job. You ask me and I'll provide for you. Now, I'm not telling y'all, don't go around saying, Shante told me to quit my job. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying when God puts you in a position that you feel like you're losing, there's a winning season attached to the losing or the trying time. So now I can walk in a season confident in knowing God will supply all my needs. And it doesn't matter. And that doesn't mean I won't cry. That doesn't mean that I won't feel sadness. If I have to go, you know, come up against this test again, you know what I'm saying? But I do know it allowed me to know who God was as Jaira being my provider. So that's one, okay? That even when you look like you're losing, you're winning. Um, Bear with me, y'all, because I wrote down some things. I think I'm only going to give y'all five things. I'm going to give y'all the top five. Um, Oh my gosh. I don't even know if I'll be able to just give you guys five. But we'll go. We'll, we'll see. Because I want you guys to journal at the end. Okay? I want to make y'all think. So, I would say number two is you don't know who you are until you start submitting your plan to God. You truly don't know who you are until you start submitting to God. That doesn't mean that you don't know or have an idea of kind of what you want to do with your life, but you really won't know the fullness of who you are in God until you truly submit, like basically come under submission, come under, sub means under, mission means a plan, means um, a particular goal. So God has a mission for your life, right? He has a plan for your life until you come under this um, under this mission that God has for you, you will never see the fullness of God and really know truly who you are because it'll cause you to go outside of yourself. Getting on here is way, it's outside of me because while I'm not really introverted, but to um, go outside of myself and come outside of my own concerns, my own worries of being transparent like what that's going to look like with the world with other people with strangers um it requires me to come outside myself for instance this past weekend i had to speak um at my aunt's funeral in front of people and i'm like okay you know god it's one thing to speak um on a like i be on clubhouse sometimes by the way Tap into Journey Tap In. This is our little commercial break here. Uh, come into Journey Tap In Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. noon. Always, well, 11 p.m., 11 a.m. I'm so sorry, y'all. 11 a.m. CST, Central Standard. Um, I know Eastern Standard, I guess, um, would be 12. And then so on and so forth. Y'all can figure out the rest because your girl's not good with time zones. But um, come and check that out. Um, but I 
talk on there sometimes, but that doesn't require to see my face that, you know, um, and now I became a little bit more comfortable with who I was talking with. But it's another thing to put a microphone in someone's hand and to stand in front of people and really rely on God. And when I tell y'all, I was so nervous um, to do this on Saturday. I was like shaking in the pews. I'm like, I'm already emotional. You know, I'm at a funeral. I'm at my aunt's funeral. My family's mourning, like just nervous. I'm like, I've never spoke in front of people. And um, I was like, God, I completely submit myself to you. Take away the nerves, the jitteriness. I really want to run, but I'm not going to run. I'm just going to submit. And God, as I open up my mouth, give me the words to say. And that's one of those moments where, like, what was bizarre about it, y'all, is that after the fact, everybody was like, you did so well. Like, you were so confident up there. You were so, like, oh, my gosh, it didn't look like you were scared at all. I'm like, I was terrified. But that was me going outside of myself. That's now me now identifying like Shante, you are a speaker. But the old Shante felt like I'm scared. Um, I was, I've been really latched to fear in the past. Um, but because of God, and I know He is mighty, that I can submit to Him. And now I can go outside of myself because I'm not trusting in myself. I'm trusting in a mighty God. You get what I'm saying? So it was interesting to see like people say that, like, you know, wow, um, you look so confident. I'm like, oh, that was the Lord, okay, period. So I would say, like, you'll never really know because you'll only stay in a place of comfortability. I think that's going to lead me to my third thing. You'll only stay in a place of comfortability and not go outside yourself. So you'll never really identify your full potential. You'll only identify with who you put yourself in a box to be. You'll only try to accomplish goals that you know through your own mind, through your own skill, through your own intellect that you can accomplish. When God's like, I can give you infinite wisdom to produce one product to make you millions of dollars outside of your own intellect if you would just submit un under me. But that requires you to submit to me because you can only create so much with your mind. Because you don't have infinite wisdom. You don't have infinite knowledge. But if you submit under me, I can take you so much further, so much quicker. What may take someone else to, and I'm, I'm going to say this just so I can look back at it. Shantae, this is me talking to myself, okay? Shantae, this podcast, I prophesy over this podcast that it will take me less time to reach the masses. And not for the intention of finances, but because... God has called me to do it, and I'm submitting myself unto God. I believe and I prophesy that this podcast will reach the masses, will reach even nations because of my obedience in an accelerated amount of time. Hallelujah. I speak, hallelujah. I'm sorry, y'all. I prophesied six months over the. Hallelujah. I prophesied six months over this podcast where other people believe in a logarithms and I have to push something out every week look y'all I'm doing this every other week because God has me doing other things but I can submit myself and not feel like I have to push out content 24 7 why because the God of this universe who causes people to hear who causes people to see if he's asked me to do this he'll do the rest I don't have to follow in the logarithm that's just my confidence in God Y'all get what I'm saying? That's just my confidence in God because if he called me to it, he'll do the rest. I don't have to pay for Facebook ads. I don't have to pay for um, a strategist, a brand strategist. I don't have to do that because God's my business partner. Um, God is my ultimate strategist. He has the ultimate wisdom. So I can do this with ease. I, I speak that over any person listening to this right now. Whatever you do in the obedience of God will be done with ease because you're being obedient, you're submitting, and you're allowing God to be God. The reason why things are so difficult, there's another lesson. Thank you, Lord. Maybe I won't even need this. The reason why things are so difficult, what I learned, lesson number three slash four, because I kind of just gave y'all two lessons, but three, the reason why things are so difficult for people, what may be so challenging for you that I had to learn 
is because I wasn't willing to submit to God. I was trying to box with God. Like, oh, I know what's best. I know what's going to work out for me. I know. Well, I thought, well, it doesn't look like I'm not going to go there. I guess I'll go there. Go there. Okay. Well, my husband is not coming fast enough, so this seems like the perfect opportunity. This sounds like the perfect person against what you're talking about. You want me to heal, but I want to date. So, and boom, getting smacked across my head and like, <laughs> y'all seen that meme where she was like, he was like, um, spend some more time with me. And she was like, I'm going back to the club. And it was like the little meme and it was like, or what? And you see her get smacked and she's like falling out and it was like, God, that's how it be because we try to box with God and like basically try to tell him that we can be gods of our own lives and we're not. We're little G's. We're created in the likeness of his image. So we can speak things and yeah, they can be manifested, but only through the obedience of God. Anything that you feel like you can manifest outside of God is witchcraft. If God is telling you to do something and you feel like you have more knowledge and you rebel against him, the word of God says that rebellion is like the spirit of witchcraft. Some of y'all limit witchcraft. Yes, witchcraft is sage. Don't shoot the messenger. Take it up with your take it up with the Lord. So don't 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 come for me in the comments. None of that. But whatever you feel like um, can cast out demons, give you healing give you peace those rose quartz oh it gives me a gratitude of love <laughs> witchcraft those things are witchcraft tarot cards all that good stuff and we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about my testimony with what i know about that i am going to share it with y'all um but um rebellion the church doesn't want to talk about this people the saints and the ain'ts don't want to talk about this but rebellion is like the spirit of witchcraft god sees it just the same you thinking that you are your own god is like witchcraft you're saying i don't need you i don't need your help and pride comes before destruction so that was lesson number three and then four growth is uncomfortable the signal of some sort of pain and struggle is a sign of growth don't run from it there was a lot of moments where Look, y'all got me all leaned up in the camera. Sorry. I just wanted to get close to the mic. But some of us stop from growth and healing because it starts to hurt too bad. And so we run. And really, that's your way to growth. That's your way to acceleration. That's your way to the next level. And instead, you back out and you run. But the only way is to grow is to grow past yourself to grow past the pain, to go past the pain. And sometimes we run from it and now you're in a place of stagnation and people think just because now you're making money and oh, you're doing a career, if you're not right in your mind, if you're not right in your heart, that don't matter. You can't take none of that extra stuff with you. So I don't know who that was for, but don't shoot the messenger, come for your father, okay? But um, some of us don't think that they, they think that if you start feeling pain, you're doing something wrong. No, that means you're growing. Losing friends or getting around people and you're like, me and them don't relate anymore. And you see you guys um, drifting apart and you identify different things. Um, God starts showing you different things. Um, some people may start second guessing, like, what did I do wrong? Why am I not good enough to be their friend? Like, just different things. And no, you're, you're just growing and it's okay. Don't run from it. Don't shrink back and be like, well, I have to stop my growth because I can't leave this because this is what I'm familiar with. This is what I'm comfortable with. No, it's okay to grow. They have to grow too. And their process looks different. Everyone's journey is different. So be okay with growth. It's uncomfortable. Don't run from it because it's the only way for you to move forward. It's the only way for you to get to where God has called you to be. And he does take people from the pits to the palace. So if you want to get out of the pit and get to the palace, or if you're from the pit like Joseph and you, now you're in the prison, you want to get out of prison, you got to push past the pain of being in that place to get to the palace, okay? So that was like four. My gosh, we're already at five. And I have a whole thing of 27. Um, and we're at 30 minutes. But, hmm... Okay, I have to share this one, five. I have to. 
Um, pray, pray about everything. If it doesn't sit right with your spirit, then don't do it. That was like the hardest lesson that I feel like I had to learn. I mean, like I was taking L's, y'all. Like straight L's. I mean, you know, some people are like, it wasn't a loss. It was a lesson. Mm, I mean, it was a lesson. I'm not going to say that. It was it was a lesson, but it was like, ah, that, um, what word am I thinking of? Um, that lesson hurt, okay? It's like when you're a kid and you do something um, against, like, what your parents say and you get the butt whooping and, like, you're mad about the butt whooping, but you're like, dang, why did I do that? Like, that really hurt, like, ooh, I'm grounded, I can't do what I want to do, like, it was not worth it, um, and a lot of times, I know, and I want to clarify this for anybody, you may hear people say, like, God told me, God said, um, God told me not to do this, God told me to do that, and you're like, I don't really hear God, the best way I can tell you to start navigating through that, one, don't second guess yourself, okay, if you are saved and get baptized, I encourage everyone to get baptized so you can receive the Holy Ghost because he's your comforter, he's your counselor to receive that fire um, from God. Um, get baptized. But even if you're saved, you you have the Holy Spirit, right? Um, your Ishana, like Dorina calls the Holy Spirit your Ishana, it works. Um, and so if you're like, I don't really know if I hear God. I think I hear God or I feel like I don't hear him at all. In your relationship with God and when it comes to prayer, like as you're building your prayer life, even just simply being like, God, what do you think about this situation? I think your greatest way of growing in prayer is learning to just ask God about everything. Just talk to him about everything. Um, like, Lord, let me be real. This girl just got smart with me. I'm about to smack her. Like, Lord, fix it. Even, <laughs> even the moments. I mean, this is transparency, right? Even those moments that is opening communication with God to even check you like, okay, why are you so frustrated? Because, you know, why are you upset? Why are you feeling bitter? Why are you in a place of impatience? Like what what's going on with you? God will check you first a lot of times before he tells you about somebody else. Um, so I would say like be open. Um, I mean, I, I what one thing I don't understand entirely about the world we live in now, especially with this like new age tarot cards, horoscope, horoscope, zodiac signs. What I don't understand is that you're willing to go read a horoscope. You don't know who typed this thing up. You don't know why or how they know this information. You believe in the universe, quote unquote, and you believe in God. But like, why wouldn't you, why are you asking the universe something God created instead of just asking God who created you and the universe? That's the part for me. But so if you really want to know something, instead of checking your Zodiac horoscope every day, why don't you just ask God and let him give you the answer? And I think some people don't want to know the answer. So you're just in this repetitive cycle because a lot of times you don't want to go to God because you don't want to hear the truth. You don't want to hear, um, and I'm not coming for you. I'm not coming for your neck, okay? Because that was, honestly, that was me. There were some things I really didn't want to go to God about because I didn't really want to know the answer because I'm accountable for the answer I get. Um, so I just want to encourage you, pray about everything. And even if you feel like I didn't hear, sorry, y'all, if I didn't hear Oh, that's a speaker. Even if you didn't feel like you heard something audibly back, when you get around that person again, like if you were praying about, like, should I get in a relationship with them? If you were praying about, should I take this job? Um, if you're praying about, um, should I be friends with this person? Should I go to this place? Should I go to this event? When you have that bad feeling, go with it, okay? Nine times out of ten, it's not for no reason. Nine times, I mean, that's just the truth. Just go with it. That's the best advice I can give you. and Or be like, God, give me confirmation. Give me a sign. I'm telling you, he'll give it to you so quick. Because he loves that we rely on him. So give him a chance to show you. 
So I would say that was a huge lesson for me. Um, these are all so many good lessons. Mm. okay so i would say i think we're on six now forgiveness brings freedom i'm not gonna be too long about this um forgiveness actually okay forgiveness brings freedom a lot of times we're stuck in our past we're stuck in the old because we haven't forgiven a person or we haven't forgiven ourselves and that's real um forgive unforgiveness um god says unforgiveness is like with a person it's like locking them in a jail cell and throwing away the key and like turning them over to a judge for them to be judged and rather than you unlocking them and allowing them to be free um and some of you may be like i don't care if that person free Okay. I, I mean, and there's some hurt. And I, I, I can, I'm not throwing any shade. That's just real. Um, I'm sure we've all kind of been there. Like, I don't care if they're really free or not. Um, and I feel like in some situations, I, I used to have that perspective. Um, and forgiveness is a daily work. So don't think I'm ever telling y'all something that I'm not working through, okay? As I minister to y'all, I'm speaking back to myself. Um, but I will share with y'all, um, I won't say the person's name, but I pray that one day she hears this because um, I love her to pieces. Um, but with Forgiveness Brings Freedom, um, I had, I'm going to keep this real brief, but I had a friend from college and um, me and her were so much alike. We were like two peas in a pod. I went away to school. Long story short, some things happened at the school. Um, just a lot of drama, whatever. Okay. We moved back home we left the school we lived in the same um not area but you know we stayed connected when we left um long story short i was very childish um she ended up connecting with one of my childhood friends and i ended up getting jealous that these two got close and that leads me that's gonna lead me to my next point thank you holy spirit um it's caused me to like be upset be jealous I felt like they were starting to get very close and I felt left out and I ended up like just ghosting both of them and cutting them off and over the years um as time passed and as I started to mature I really started to beat myself up about that as I was going through my isolation separation seasons I was like wow those were actually good friends of mine um I was really immature I was very childish and I feel like I missed out on really good friendships because of my immaturity, my child, childnessness, <laughs> my childnessness and um, childishness, childishness. That's not even a word, y'all. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, but I seen her recently um, at an event um, and she came up to me, and I don't even think she realizes the power of what she did that day. But God opened my eyes. Um, she came up to me, and she was like, hey, Shante, how are you doing? Oh, my gosh, it's been so long, blah, blah, blah. Like, what have you been up to? And we're just, like, talking. And, you know, as women, we're kind of like, we kind of just do this, okay? Um, so sometimes, you know, you become hesitant. I'm like, is this, like, really genuine or what? Um, but... She was like talking to me and she was like, um, I just love you so much. Like, let's catch up sometime. Let's go to like get lunch or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, of course, like blah, blah, blah. Like, and at this event, I was kind of like off to myself because I hadn't really been around any of those people in years. Um, it was just weird. Um, and I was actually going through my own mess that day, like emotionally, inwardly in my mind and my heart. I was going through my own stuff and her coming up to me and saying that. And then like after the event, she texted me and she was like, 
for real. Like, I really, I'm so happy that I got to see you. Shantae, like, you mean so much to me. Like, we should go get lunch. Like, go do something together, blah, blah, blah. Like, I love you and I missed you. And I felt something break off of my life. Um, and she did not know the power of what she did. Um, she didn't even know that for years I was really beating myself up for a choice that I made back when I was like 19, 18 years old. Um, and I felt something break off of my life. And in that moment, God was like, this is why forgiveness is so important. Because now that season of regret that you had, that you held on to, that kept you stuck in certain areas, now you feel free to go forward because simply of her acts of kindness. Not because we sat and we talked about how things happened. And I, I believe years ago, me and her talked about what had happened, but I still didn't free, feel free about it. Um, but it was something just about her acts of kindness. It was like she came with the key and unlocked me to my freedom. And I think some people hold, um, you can ask God for freedom and God can free you. Um, but I do believe there's just certain areas that you hold people's freedom. Like, I do believe that. Um, and if God sees that they're too stubborn to give that, I believe God can free you. Absolutely. But it's something about freeing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that would be my lesson number six. But also seven. That leads me to my next point. Ghosting people is not biblical. I used to ask God of that all the time. Because, look, I was old. Oh. <laughs> I was the ultimate ghoster. I was like, look, I don't like the way this person moves. I don't want nothing to do with them. I'm done. I'm done. And um, ghosting is not biblical. If you have an art with your brother and sister, you go to them and talk to them about it. Now. Cancel culture is overrated. That's what the world teaches us. We're supposed to be in this world, but not of it. To just cut people off. Like, done. Cancel. Like, you could really alter. What's for you is for you. So, I, can, I won't 100% say you can alter your purpose. But you can call the cause delays in your life. Because the people that God puts in your life, just because they're not perfect and they're not flawed. Or they're flawed. That you decide to cut them off and they are actually attached to your purpose. And this is, goes back to just going back and asking God about everything. Like, God, should I be connected to this person? Should me and this person continue a friendship? And see what God says. See what he shows you. He He's a great shower, too. Um, but that's why it's good to be just sober-minded. I think that's why a lot of times, um, even speaking about myself, there were times that I was, like, drunk hanging out with people that I had no, no business hanging out with. And when we were sober, I couldn't really too much be around that person sober because... We really didn't have nothing much in common, but that's another story for another day. Um, but ghosting people is not biblical. Um, but when you have an awe with your brothers and sisters, you go and talk to them. You seek reconciliation. Now, there's a difference between reconciliation and reconnection. But we will get to that another day. But there is a difference between reconciliation and reconnection. And if somebody's not willing to reconcile or take, um, take accountability for their actions. It's okay to reconcile. Love them with the love of God. Call me if you need me. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Um, and to move forward and not choose to reconnect. Um, but ghosting people is not biblical. So I do want to say that. Um, Seven, give yourself grace. Give yourself some grace. You are not perfect. We're striving for per perfection, okay? We're striving to be like Christ, but we'll, we're not going to get there because we're always going to need God. If there was a place that we would get to perfection where we wouldn't need him, like then, then, then it's probably about your time to go ahead and leave here because then I guess your time would be up here. Um, it's an everyday lesson, everyday journey. Stop being so hard on yourself. Give yourself some grace. You messed up. You fell short. Okay, get back up. You have grace to get back up and to go forward. Now, God won't be mocked. So them little, you know, in, in prison or in jail where they say, like, you have people that was, like, on trial 
and they get charged with premeditation. So that like premeditation um, plan to sin or like to do your own thing, like God forgive me, I repent in advance. That's not really operating in grace. But when you fall short, like I was really trying, I was really tempted, I was really trying, I fell short. Pick up your grace and move forward. Even if it's you fell short, you didn't meet a deadline. I mean, don't beat yourself up. I don't know who this is for. Stop saying you're a bad mom. You're a bad mom. You're not a bad mom. You're not a bad father because you're not perfect. Give yourself some grace, okay? You're going to learn. They're going to learn from you, your mistakes, and your, your positive attributes. Give yourself grace to go forward and to be authentically you. And don't hold yourself back because you're condemning yourself, okay? That's all I want to say about that. Um... Eight, do not be naive. God does not leave you ignorant. I feel like that's straight to the point. Don't be naive. When God shows you things, people, situations, like this is not for you. I don't want you involved in this. Take it and run with it. He does not leave us ignorant. He gives us wisdom. But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. That's Proverbs. So if you don't fear God, you don't fear that there will be a consequence. You don't fear that God sees all, knows all. It's hard to get wisdom and knowledge because you don't have a fear of consequence. Um, you don't have a fear of God stepping in to his sovereignty to get you in order. Or to just take you out because God has wrath too. That's another conversation for another day. But... Um, don't be naive. See the signs. See what God is showing you and go with it. Don't second guess it. We talked about that earlier. Um, I would say number nine. I don't even think I wrote this down. Um, but a lot of times God doesn't change your environment because God wants to change you. Um, so don't be a runner. A lot of times I was a runner. I ran. I'm like, if this looks like a mess, a hot mess express, I am dipping out this thing. Um, and what I found is that like God will tell you when you really submit to God, this is okay. Example, you're at your job. You don't like the job. The people be wilding, be a lot of drama, unnecessary stuff. People don't work together. People gossip all the time. Um, your boss is shysty. HR ain't doing right. Look, I'm telling you all my testimony in a nutshell. But God, in my situation, you know, and in different situations, God will be like, yeah, it's not time for you to go there yet, though. You're still there. I still have you on assignment there. And I've seen how I'm still on assignment there because I see myself connecting with different people that he wanted me to talk to, speak life into, whatever the case may be. And that's just me being obedient to God. But in the natural, it really didn't make sense. But this job has given me more patience. I ain't saying I am all, all the way there, y'all, okay? But it's given me more patience. It's given me um it's given me more patience. Um it's given me what word? Long suffering, endurance, to still keep going and not want to check out and run. And I feel like a lot of you, I'm speaking to the women here because we can be very emotional. We're asking for husbands, but you're making a commitment in a marriage till death do us part. And when your husband's not doing what you want him to do, you can't just check out and run. You can't just, okay, I'm done with this. No, you got to learn how to stick and stay. Um, not just marriages. When you have a business and your business is doing well and then it plummets and it's not doing well for a season, that doesn't mean that God's saying this is done. I mean, that's that's what happens when you don't put God first. People are like, oh, it's a sign. This isn't for me. No, it's for you. I'm trying to show you long endurance and that you can overcome anything if you just trust and rely on me. And so people take these like little things as signs and then you totally miss what God's trying to do in you and through you. Um, and also to teach your children, your children, 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 you know, that you can have victory over anything. Um, so I learned that. Even in friendships, like 
Sometimes they're like, this person, she got issues. She got drama. She always going back to her old man. Da, 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 that man be cheating on her. And da, da, da. Like, be doing stuff like that. But it's like, you're probably meant to help her. To pull her up. Even, like, your guy best friends or men too. Um, same thing. We're quick to, like, cut people off. But it's like, God may be telling you, no, this is a person that you need in your life. But I'm trying to change you. I'm trying to make you more patient. Because when I give you children... Or even how you need to be with your children, you know, same thing. The way you're not patient with your friends, you're not patient with your children. I'm trying to produce patience in you. And we try to check out of these processes of growth, going back to the same thing. So I think we're getting the same generalized understanding. So I'm going to give y'all one more as the final one. Um... Ooh, some of these are good. I think I'm just going to do snippets of these other ones. But gosh, these are all these are both so good. Okay, I'll say 10 because the second one, the one that I actually wanted to do is um number 10 on the list. So we're going to go with it. Identify how the enemy deals with you, being able to identify how the enemy deals with you is so important. And it's important in order to break cycles. So I think that was a lesson that I really had to learn um, because I'm like, God, how do I keep going through the same thing? It's like somehow I keep connecting with the same people with a different face. How is it that I keep going through the same test and failing? Like, what is this? And do you have to get to a place of being tired of being sick and tired, but also asking God to show you how does the enemy keep hitting me like this? And one thing I can say about the enemy, y'all know that saying like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's literally the enemy. He may come to you with a different situation, but it be the same trick. It'd be the same trick. It'd be the same trick. It'd be the same. Sorry, y'all. It'd be the same okie doke. And so it's one thing to know how God deals with the enemy. He will fight for you. He will kill off the enemy. He will destroy a nation just for you to get you where you need to be. But it's important that you identify of how the enemy deals with you. Because if you don't, you'll see yourself go through the same cycles over and over and over. The enemy comes for those areas that you cannot afford to get hit at again. I'm going to say that again. The enemy comes for those areas in your mind, in your heart, in your family, in your relationships, in your friendships, where you feel like if I get hit in this place one more time, the enemy's coming for that area. So what do you do? You go to God in advance. This is why prayer life is so important. We don't pray for things like in the moment, like if y'all know anything about Moses and Joshua, like Moses was always like, we need water now. We need this now. We need that now. And Joshua was more like, I just need to get to the promised land. Like now, Lord, what do we need to do? We need to heal. Okay, we good here. Okay, we're going to do that. But he was always focused on what was ahead. Moses was always like, I need this now. I need it now. I need it now. And sometimes people only pray when they lose a job, people only pray when they need a new car. People only pray when their car breaks down. People only pray when their family is sick. People only pray when something happens, something goes wrong. But when things are good, you don't pray. You don't talk to God. You don't pray. And so these areas, it's important to pray because you pray over these things daily. Like, God, whatever's in me, whatever you see in me that the enemy tries to play on, cover it today. Remove it. God, uproot anything in me that's not like you. Father God, anything, Lord God, that keeps me stuck in my past, that keeps me in bondage, keeps me enslaved to the old when you're trying to bring me into the new. Oh, God, burn it up in the name of Jesus. These are things that you cover yourself with every day. Because when you identify how the enemy deals with you, and his strategies, you know now how to pray. You know now how to fight against it. So that would be my final lesson. This was like an hour-long video. I hope y'all enjoy an hour-long podcast. But we're going to get right into the journaling props, okay? So I want y'all to get out a notebook and pen. And let's get ready to tap in, y'all. 
I'm so excited. This is my favorite part of the entire show, right? So this is the part where you get out a notebook and a pen and we are about to live journal. Yes. So now I'm speaking to the workout people who love to work out and listen to podcasts. Shout out to y'all because I've done that. That's really dope. Or um, you're driving and you're listening to just all these good lessons, all these good nuggets. Shout out to y'all for squeezing me in for us time you know some people think podcasting this is for your self-care me time but no this is us time okay we are friends now i hope you know that we are friends um but thank you for squeezing me into your day schedule but this is the time when i tell you to pause set a reminder that i'm gonna tap back in with tay after the workout i'm gonna tap in with tay after i get home get showered get comfortable and get out my notebook and a pen this is not the segment where you are preoccupied and you try to listen this is a space and place um where you in allow god and the holy spirit to enter in um to give you just revelation um and i found that when it came to journaling these were the ways that me and god started our conversations based off the revelation I would get while journaling. So this needs your undivided attention. So I'm going to tell you, go ahead and put on pause and catch me outside. How about that? No, I'm joking. Um, just put me on pause, come back to it so you can get into the journal prompts. Those who are ready, get out your journal and pen and let's tap in. So the first journaling prompt is out of all the lessons you learned in 2022, what lesson is the absolute must that you have to take in the 2023? If you could only take one lesson in, what is the lesson that you're like, I learned so much, but this one right here, if I don't take this lesson, there's no way I'm going to be able to be all that God has called me to be in this new year. Or walk into all that God has for me in this new year. What does that look like for you? What is your greatest lesson? If you could only choose one, okay? Some play some music for about a minute and we'll come back to it. This is feel free to pause it at any time so you can have enough time to just journal and reflect. I'll see you shortly. Okay, so I don't want to stop your groove, so stop me, okay? If you're still working, you're still writing, that is okay. Pause me. I'm not going to pause you, okay? But we're going to go ahead and go on to the second prompt. And the second prompt being, what is it that you want to be held accountable for in this new year? You know that I am your accountability, sis. So even if you don't know, now you know, hey, if you don't know, not gonna mess with the flow because you know your girl's extra but what is it that you want to be held accountable for in this year so you can walk into everything God has for you what do you need to be held accountable for in this year ready set flow
All right. So if you're still flowing, pause me. I ain't going to pause you, okay? But I want to know what it is you wrote down. But you're going to have to stay in tune for episode two where we talk about our answers, right? Um, I'm so excited that you tapped in with me. Um, also check me out on Tapping with Tay, our community page on Facebook, Tapping with Tay website coming soon at www.tappingwithtay.com, Instagram, Tapping with Tay. Um, check me out, okay? But we're gonna have so much more content, so much more um reflection, transparency, and what I'm really excited about is seeing your growth, okay? So make sure you continue to tap in and If you think that this isn't impactful, think about a year of all these journalings, all these things you've written down that you'll be able to look back at in a year and see your growth. So I'm here for your growth and I'm here for your accountability and I'm excited to see what God does in your life. Thank you for tapping in and I'll see you next time. And we're out.